still got to be going. Well, you could, but I'm going to do this instead. Hey everyone, it's time for Puzzle Talk, the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. If you'd like to become a patron, click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website. It's the little heart. Or you can head over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the now famous blackout coin and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content. Invites special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, just $3 a month. And here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. At, at what level do they have to support that we will drive to their house and fix some dinner? I uh, think it was 100 a month. And then you can go do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the Uber the Uber ammo can. It'd have to be more than that, but oh, that's quite a bit per year. Come on now. Yeah, but if I got it, well, okay. If I if if I'm only going to fix some dinner once a year, then okay. Okay, there you go. So, so there's that. All right, let's offer jump valid in North America only. <laughs> wait, wait. If if wait a minute. We, yeah, like. You're missing out here on an opportunity to go to Europe or to Australia. How much does it cost to go to Australia from here? Jesse said he was buying the plane ticket. Okay, well, then we're good to go. <laughs> of course, if we try to go to Canada now, we're going to be criminals. So I don't know what he's going to do with the CFO when she finds out about that. But yeah, really? Yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Hey, everyone. Um, all right. Let's do let's do a little bit of news and we'll get jump in. We got a lot lot to cover tonight. A lot of cool things that uh, and one that's frustrating Tom that we'll briefly <laughs> we'll briefly discuss. No, we won't. <laughs> that's for another show, but uh, that's for another show. Is what do you do when you can't when you can't find figure a puzzle out and you ask I guess you could ask uh, there you go. You could ask uh, you could ask Charles. Charles has a funny comment, so we'll talk about that here in a minute. So, all right, news first. A couple items to bring up. One, of course, Worldwide CashCon is just around the corner, January thirtieth, and it's very exciting. I hopefully everybody. There you go, Worldwide CashCon twenty twenty one. Coming to your internet connection near you. Internet, you, wherever you you're going to be. Are you going, Charles? I think I'm going to go. I'm going to try to. It's it's. I, I put a will attend in there. It's, it's tentative. <laughs> uh, exciting stuff. We've got uh, 
a lot planned starting at 10 a.m. on Saturday, 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, uh, adjust your clocks accordingly. Uh, it came out today on the blog, the the logbook, the geocaching logbook, along with something else. Did you guys see the? And I'm going to bring it up when we, as I talk about uh, the fact that. Worldwide CashCon was mentioned in there, which was great. And that is generating a lot of buzz. Uh, I know. I don't know if you noticed there was a. There was a new. What's that? Did you, did you see the, the, uh, the additional cash that's going to be available? Yeah. That's what I was about to talk about. I was going to bring yeah, it up. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Um, and it should be right here, and it's not showing up. Why am I not seeing it in the desktop? Right desktop. What do you mean? I'm no, I'm getting there. No, I'm trying to pull up the the logbook. I don't know why it didn't show up in my going to my other Gmail. That'll help. That'll help things. Maybe. Huh. That was bizarre. Anyway, yes, there's a new there's a new uh, locationless cache. I got that's, you. That's available. Did you bring it up? I'm gonna bring up the cache page. Thank you, sir. That's easier than me trying to hunt around for my email that I got. It which is. is weird. I just had it pulled up. This is my. This has been my whole day today. Is this? Why am I seeing this? That that. <laughs> That's the that's my theme for the entire day is why is this not working? Oh been, been my, my entire Did you see the G C code for it? Yeah, yeah, I did I did. That's cool. G C eight neat. Neat. G C eight neat. Yeah, I like it. Uh, and so Gary, what do we have to do to be able to claim this? This is a cool thing, I think. What do y'all what do y'all think? So, I don't know. This is the first I've seen it. So tell me. Oh, okay. You are to. This is to help. Uh, sort of like a CETO. You're going to do a personal CETO, and you have to give them information about where you were, where you found it. You know, w w the show them a picture of the trash you picked up. There it is. There's the logging tasks there. There you go. Uh, I have three dogs and two cats. I do a CETO at least once a week in the backyard. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you got to partic participate individually or in a small group. Um, and here's the, the caveat, you know, to check with current guidance from your public health authorities. Uh, the possibilities are endless, but could include cleaning up garbage in your neighborhood or your favorite walking path. Um, or join an existing community effort to remove invasive species, plants, trees. Oh, I'm sorry, plant trees and improve parks. Yes. Um, so bonus point for using an alternative green transport during your efforts, whether it's biking, walking, skating, or taking a bus. Um, so include, these are the logging requirements. Um, and it's good from February 6, 2021 through the end of the year, December 31st, 2021. So you got a whole 11 months to complete this. Include one photo of yourself or a personal item. Um, 
with the results of your outdoor improvement and then tell us where your improvement efforts, efforts took place. For example, the city of Berlin. So if you were, if your work was part of an adopt a highway program in the United States that you right. go and clean up a stretch of highway, um, you could go and do that. If you actually attend a CETO event, then you can use that for this. Um, so you can log a CETO um, with that. And so um, any kind of personal swag item, again, like the new virtual caches, you don't have to have this part of you in the photo. Right. Um, they, they can't require that. That part of you in the photo um, or – <laughs> oh, look at that. That's cool. Oh, look at that. Wait, hang on a minute. Let me get that. Bring, let me bring that thing up. Let me see. Oh, look at that. And my green screen's working overtime tonight. It is. Um, a personal swag item of some and, kind, regardless of what that may or may not be. An invisible there, coin. There you go. A coin. Um, so any of that in the photo and then in your log, describe what you cleaned up um, and how you made an improvement. So if you were not able to um, attend an event where the signal banner or signal was for the signal locationless cache, this gives you another opportunity to do that without having to attend a large gathering um, where um, that may be prohibited in your country or region. Um, so there you and have since, it. And since you mentioned it and I haven't logged it, what was the one for signal? GC8 frog, F-R-O-G, F-R-0-G. Yep. So, because Lori's asking, Lori's asking if there's a CETO challenge, there should be, right? There will be. There, there will uh, be. A I'm about 99% sure there will be. It yeah. should be Sunday morning um, after yeah. the mega event before everybody goes home. Before um, uh, the winners are announced? Uh, I think it is after the winners are announced. So they do the winners and then go and do the CETO at um, the, the city park there in right. Cisco, Texas. So okay. there, there will be a CETO. And that's good because it gives you the season one of. Oh, uh, yeah. Like it'll give you the season one souvenir. So you could do all in that one weekend. You could get a mega community celebration event. You can get a CETO event and you can do the locationless cash all in right. one weekend. Um, right. So it would be kind of neat if you plan this around a mega that had something like this to go in. Oh yeah. You can, you could string out some, try and get a bunch of icons in a day Icon, where, a yeah. location, where a locationless cache was achieved on that day. So you kind of have to do some work cause there are no close webcams, but um, you could, you could string 10. Yeah. I mean, there's where I goes. Nine, nine or 10 probably you worked real good at it. You counted Venture Lab as a different. I wish there was a different icon for Venture Lab, but there isn't. Yeah. So, um, food for thought. But there, this came out in the logbook today, um, yep. and so it is always good to see. Um, Groundspeak got a a huge um, 
I don't want to say pushback. They got a lot of encouragement to do another locationless cache. Yeah. Um, and so with a bunch of new cachers coming in, especially during the COVID timeframe and not being able to attend mega events because the Texas challenge mega event last year was the last mega event to be held. And that was in March. So there were no more mega events after, you know, March 15th. And so being able to get the signal locationless cache uh, became more and more of a um, hard thing to do. So this is their way of giving back to people who maybe weren't able to get to, um, weren't able to get to a mega event or a big event to, to log that. So hopefully um, Groundspeak is listening to us with some of the stuff that is coming out right now and will be a good thing moving forward for everybody. Yes. Well, also came so. out in the logbook course was the worldwide cash cow was mentioned, which was great. So well, I hope they unlock the frog because I did take my picture with him at challenge last year, but I didn't log it back then. Cause I thought I'm going to Woodstock. I'm going to take my picture with him at Woodstock in Canada. And then, yeah, that happened. Apparently they say it's locked. Just finding a way saying it's locked because there were too many bogus claims. Yeah, yeah. I just went over there and looked. That's that's what they yeah. did. Kitty Cat saying that uh, she's wanting to hopefully get thirteen types at a mega in South Australia. Oh, that would be cool. Thirteen's a lot. I've gotten ten. What what is what are y'all's highest total of cash types in a day? Twelve for me. Twelve. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, into 10. I don't know if I've done more. 10s, you know, I felt pretty good about it. I mean, we had fun. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Uh, we could have driven. I think Zach said he drove an hour to get a Cito or something that day. Um, this, was yeah. a, this was at a Moga, and it was, I mean, we were we did, we did. I did 12 at GeoCoin Fest in Houston, uh-huh. and we drove to... Um, okay. We drove down to the coast to get a Cito and a webcam, probably too. And a webcam, yeah. yeah. And then did the rest of them there, you know, in and around Houston. So, yeah. So, so I'm sort of lying to you. It, I've oh, done gosh. eight, eight. Well, because this cast was different. So I, I have done eight in a day, but I have done 10 in a 24 hour period. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, it's not the same. No. Project no. I mean, it's still cool, but it's not the same. The, the challenge cash show would tell you. No. <laughs> it, it's only going to tell me eight no for the, in a day. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Cool. So let's get, let's get into this. Uh, this is interesting. You guys have uh, – this is a good topic. Just saying. I think it's a good topic, but then again, I think they're all great topics. But anyway, hide and seek. And I want to, I will show in a minute this cash page, or I'll show my, the notes. Oh, I've got the image pulled up separately. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, before we do that, um, Tom was talking about something last week off, right when the show was over last Tuesday. And we looked at it and, 
I have never seen anything like that before. This is a very true hide and seek because I'd never never seen this idea before. Cool. And what what did what did I say? <laughs> antipode. Antipode. Remember that? Oh, antipode. Yeah. Yeah. And you said there's a um, there's a cash for that out there too somewhere, but I didn't I didn't make note of the cash page. Oh, okay. Hold on a minute. While you're doing that, I'm going to bring up. Uh, I'm gonna throw a, I'm gonna throw some information in. Um, antipode in the I give the definition of what that is. Most people I, probably know because we have a very smart audience. But I'm going to throw into the definition of antipode, the direct opposite of something else. In this case, the good old Earth. So you were show I think you were showing or was Charles showing where there was a the parking coordinate I think was Yeah, I'm almost, I'm almost there. Right there, that guy. That guy, he's getting there. So talk about hiding something <laughs> This is hidden on the other side of the <laughs> other side of the planet. Uh uh, oh, okay, cool. You want me to share it? Let's see. Yeah, Bill says he has a multi based on that as well. That's a cool idea, Bill, to have that. You know, that's a that's a great idea. Let me kill my banner. Yeah, that's the one that we were talking about. So I was going after this one for Texas Winter Games because, as you can see, only two people have solved it. When you get back here to the solve date. Our first person who solved it was in 2017, and I didn't find it until 2020. So for our, I used this in part of the Texas Winter Games. Oh, look, somebody else found it out. Texas Winter Games, yeah. Very cool. So kind of walk through people through this puzzle as far as what what we're seeing here. You know, what, what could they do to make one and – well, as I was going through this, you read, you know, read the typical, it's not at the posted coordinates and there's all this stuff written here that's not going to tell you a thing and looked at source code. I, I looked at all the usual suspect stuff and then I got to here. Pizza in this parking know. area. I mean, you could dig a hole to do that. <laughs> Let us know if you do that, by the way, I'd like to. Go watch a little bit, but anyway, and it, no. and it even gives you a hint with it here because here's where the cache is, and here's where the parking coordinates is. And <laughs> it's like, it. what's the deal with that? I love the parking coordinates. <laughs> so yeah, the the you need the antipode of the parking coordinates to get this one. Okay, yeah. Jeff was saying that puzzles based on antipodes could be tough, though at different calculations. Yeah, I see what you're doing. I see what you're saying, buddy. Yeah. Well, yeah, but this one had a checker, so you can check and see if you're right. Yeah. What's interesting is not many people even checked <laughs> the checker. No. You know what? That that's, is kind of funny because obviously – Only people that well, checked are people that checked it. I guess this one would have been here. Yeah. There would have been a checker back then. I checked it. Sure. 
Well, as well. Why don't we just do this and see who checked it? Okay, so it's just it wasn't back then. So that first person, I don't know if they solved it. The hard way, what, but well, they probably f- might have figured it out. Well, but he makes he says it had a four or five, and he had changed the some something with it, right? But he also tells you here all hints are on on the cash page, and there's several websites to make the calculations, and so. Okay. Well, cool. All right, so that's one way to do it, Antipode. So. Um. And there, look, see, I signed it. There, there's there me and Cheryl, are. and a beautiful look. There are mountains in Texas. There are mountains. <laughs> As opposed to what people say, there are mountains in Texas. And a goofy me. A goofy you. All right. All right. Yeah. Let me. Yep. All right, so this is another thing that was brought up about last week's show, and we can go in and update the notes for it. Um, but Chihuahua Jill and Buzz82 both sent me the same link to a jsingler.de slash apps slash loser <laughs> website. Um, Who's the loser? Well, and so what this is is it is a tool – that will help you with logic puzzles. It oh. will, if you don't have a grid, it will build a grid for you. If all you have to know is how many like people you need and sports they played and Jersey numbers they had or whatever right. the case whatever the logic was. Right. Um, but this was, and I've looked at it a couple of times and it's a phenomenal um, little helper to help you solve that. So, um, shout out to uh, Jill Chihuahua Jill and yep. um, Chihuahua or Chihuahua? Yeah, Chihuahua. <laughs> and then Scott um, Buzz eighty two. Both of them sent in that. We appreciate that. We will put that in the show notes so that yep. other people have access to that as well. It's a it's a handy tool um, to use. So we can, there send you go. It, we can send it to Jeff. He might be able to put on Wiki Bruce. Wiki. Yeah, keep adding to the wiki, Bruce. So, wiki, wiki, wiki. so Jeff, we're gonna send that to you, and buddy, if you can put that in the the tool of all tools, the the wiki of all wikis. By the way, um, they're saying that the geocaching toolbox uh, has yep. a code menu, so that's cool. Thank you. Everybody's on board with that. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Where are we headed to now, Charles? Uh, I can share my screen two with you. Okay. Um, Question mark. If you'd like, that is the um, yeah, I like this. This is um, somebody put together. Um, oh yes, is it is it no longer Wiki Bruce Tools dot Okay. I like the sound of Wiki Bruce, though. I did too. Does Wiki Can we Bruce, keep the old link? Hopefully, Wiki <laughs> Bruce still works because I like that one because just the name sounds kind of funny. I'm going to check it. Does Wiki Bruce still work? Um, all right. So, this is the picture that Gary threw up in the uh, show notes. Um, no lie. I was traveling to and from Texas this last weekend because I went to attend an event. I know that. 
There are a lot of geocachers that don't know exactly what an event is because we <laughs> haven't had them in a while. Um, that is a gathering of two or more geocachers in one location. That wear uh, blue shirts. Yeah, this one was for uh, the Texas County Challenge. but So I spent my weekend driving and didn't get a chance to contribute to the show notes. So now that I have my contribution to the show up on the page, I'm going to shut up and let y'all talk. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, yeah. I, ironically, I didn't go to the, uh, was not, didn't have the opportunity to go to the event that you came all the way. I mean, you almost passed my house. Not really. You, well, I'm, I'm further East, but I went a uh, thousand and twenty miles or, <laughs> or seven, 1700 kilometers for one event. Right. Just, what would have been another 200 miles over just to pick up Gary? Just to come get me. Yeah. I know. What's going on here? Uh, hey, Darren. Afternoon. Afternoon. Hopefully everything's going well in Wednesday. I got it right. See, I'm on top of things. Uh, so this is a nice little display of possibilities and the person that created this also kind of labeled them one through was there 12 of them i think and what's cool is that they they give some ideas and you guys we'll go through them you know fairly quickly you can tell me what you guys think of course the first one is the title off and here's what he wrote he wrote often Used for hints. Try an internet search for some of some or all the words. It may contain wordplay. For example, an anagram or an acronym. I mean, that's sort of puzzle 101, but some people miss that. That, that is true. Uh, I assume everyone has probably created one. Uh, I have a puzzle, actually. I don't have many, but I, I'm starting to put more out. But I have one that the 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 cash name is Mando and the Child. Well, if you're not up on Star Wars, then you need to just go Google it, right? As Tom would say, Google, Google is your friend's your friend. <laughs> and uh, but if you know what Mando and the Child is, that's your first clue as to where to go um, based on the information that I provide. Uh, I pretty much give. I'm kind of giving it away in a sense, I guess, but. It's not a hard puzzle, but but I'm going to rub salt into the wound that you didn't go to that event Sunday. Thank you. Uh, you there can. Was, there was two Star Wars puzzle caches right there at the. Yeah, and I love that area. I mean, did y'all go to? Y'all get you some some barbecue? No. Yes. You did good. Did you go to? Uh... We drove right past Franklin's Barbecue in. Well, yeah. Uh, downtown Austin that was by Franklin and the 7,000 people that are in line out there every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were closed, but we got some at another um, barbecue um, joint. So cool. it was all good. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, he edited it. Thank you. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, so title, that's pretty, that's pretty easy. So next one is, I'm not sure how you would do this one, but he says the cash owner, which I guess you don't have to put the correct cash. No. So when you're creating a geocache, you can put 
whatever you want in that. Normally, you, you it defaults to your name, right? Right. And you can leave it like that, like some cashers do. But you'll notice that some cashers who put out a bunch of puzzles, right? They are they put a cash buy in that section. They may put some other gibberish, and then right. when you click on it, it takes you to their page. And so, sure. I've done a ton of uh, Brenda Marx's puzzles. Um, she's the Wild Rose of Texas down in the San Antonio area. Yep, and she does not have her geocaching name as the in this section for number two. She has, um, you know, Central Texas Puzzle Crew or you know, uh, a couple of different things that when I look at them, I'm like, who's this? And then I click yeah. on it and I'm like, oh, ah. you know, Brenda got me again. So um, you can put whatever you want there. Right. Um, and then it will default back to your profile if somebody clicks on it. But yeah. because that is a editable section right. on a cache page, yep. you can make it say whatever you want. Right. That's very cool. Yeah. Just finding a way because he's got a whole thing. an anagram there. Valencius. Yeah. You could do, you know, the sky's the limit in a sense for that, for that one. So yeah, cash owner, that's a great idea. Another one. And I know some people, this is sort of a controversial one, but you guys talk about hidden date because I know a lot of people don't like people doing this, but hidden date, the cash owner can enter any date here that's on or before the cash publication date, which is posted by the cash reviewer and found at the bottom of the list of logged visits. So hidden date, you could change that. I found two caches that there was a big difference in that date. And one was a traditional that the guy had put out and just never published. And like three or four years later decided, Hey, it's still there. I'm going to get it published. Right. But one of them was a puzzle cache that that date that they used was a clue to what the puzzle was. Okay. So I this, think, this will come up um, at, in, in other caches, but it came up recently in a discussion group um, about the oldest geocache in Ohio. Oh, right. Um, because oh, yeah. the, the actual oldest geocache in Ohio is down near Cincinnati. Right. Though, if you do a search by oldest geocaches by hidden date, the one in Cincinnati is not the oldest geocache in Ohio yeah. um, because the person who hit it, um, uh, the story goes that they fat fingered the keyboard when they were typing it in, whether they did it on purpose or by accident um, is, is irrelevant. They have never gone in and fixed it. Right. Um, and so even though when you do, when you search their GC code, you find out that their cash was actually several thousand caches later in the queue than what the um, actual oldest cache down in Cincinnati is. Right. It still shows up in project GC as the official oldest cache for the state of Ohio because the hidden date. So if you're going to play with the hidden date, make yep. sure you don't predate the oldest geocache in the world. Right. <laughs> 
Um, because I've seen some puzzle caches that or your um, state, maybe, you know, yeah, where they, they sat there and made one, you know, like, you know, 1895 right. for whatever reason. And sure. the reviewer was like, no, we can't have that. You yeah. know? And so, but, you know, you, you can always appeal those decisions, but uh, within reason, if you're going to manipulate the hidden date, um, right. be, be cautious with that and be able to adamantly defend your decision with your reviewer when they come in and say uh, no dice. Yeah. But you could do something where you could give a clue of maybe using – all a bunch of twos, you know, maybe. I don't right. Know, right. And, it, and in his example here, he, he um, shows where he's linked those. Yeah. And so that should be something that when you look at that, as a, as you're looking at it from a puzzle cache standpoint, should be something that kind of jumps out at you. Right. Right. Well, you know, I was about to call you wrong, but maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. So I thought there were some that had dates older than May 3rd, 2000. There's there. But, but when I search when I search the world and look at a place date before May 3rd, 2000, absolutely nothing shows up. Uh, okay. We'll have to do some looking. I think the, and I'm almost certain that there used to be like, there was a geocache that had, a puzzle cache that had something to do with the Revolutionary War. Yeah, July 4th. Yeah, that's what I was know. thinking. And, and there was some stuff about, you know, 1772 or, you know, the date of the uh, Boston Tea Party. Right. And whatnot. So the, I, I'm not going to say that they're not out there. Right. You know, but their published date and hidden date are hundreds of years apart. Um, or at least there used to be. There may not be anymore. Uh, okay, so how about the next one, which is difficulty and well, difficulty in terrain. And here's what they here's the note they provide, and you guys can discuss from there. Difficulty: If a puzzle has a high difficulty rating, you should expect to have to spend more time, dig a little deeper, go through more steps. Uh, call Tom. Oh, wait. <laughs> Unless there's one cash that you don't want to talk about with him. Go through more steps, run into more dead ends and red herrings than with an easier puzzle. If, you, if you're having an inordinate amount of trouble with a puzzle with a low difficulty rating, maybe you're overlooking something simple. And then terrain... It said, check your solution on a map. And then also says, if it puts you in a spot radically different from the terrain level, then you may be incorrect. So that's more, that's not really places to hide cache information, I guess, but it's more of a food for thought, I guess. I don't know how you want to put that, but. Uh, yeah, you. If you're gonna do something like that, then you kind of need to leave. I say this: you don't have to do any of this. Yeah, you don't have to do any of this. Food for thought. <laughs> um, I, I'd probably leave a breadcrumb somewhere in the cash, somewhere else in the cash page that 
sent you back up to looking at the yeah difficulty or terrain uh, at the star ratings for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, next one, a related web page. This isn't on every cache page. It's easy to overlook, but if it's, if it's there, there's probably a reason. <laughs> so on a cache page, if you go look into the, into the descriptions, and this is something that's probably a, a probably a, 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 a cool idea is you can put a description talking about a, some topic, but yet it has nothing to do with, this is something Tom would definitely do. Tom, you've probably done this yeah. before where you, Talk about something completely different. And then down there, there's a link to a website and you go to that website. And what do you know? That's the information you really want. Not the stuff in the cash description. Yeah. No, but you just put an idea in my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. Can you, can you still do the related web page? I thought there was. Is that kind of gone? They won't let you do them now. This may be. Uh, I thought you could. You could I, put it. You can put a link to a web page, I think, can't you? Hey, I can't. Not you can't do you can't do third party picks unless you actually move the like I have an earth cache that I had to I had to move my my pictures on the caching website. I couldn't go I couldn't go to a third but you know, you guys know that. You can't put on a right third party. Um I I don't I thought that went away. I'm almost certain that that went away when they did, around. When they did some other stuff. Yeah. You can't do it anymore. Just finding our way and saying, you just can't require a download, um, which is, I, I don't want to say that that's incorrect because I've seen caches with audio files embedded in them. And yeah. you have to have a disclaimer on there if, for whatever reason, you have to download something, um, then you have to put something on there that says that you verify that it's not malicious, but it's always downloaded at your own risk, yada, 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 this, that, and the other. And yeah, and Dan's, Dan's um, came back. Number six did go away. It's still there on a lot of old puzzle caches. So you just can't use it anymore now. But um, you might run across one, though. Yeah, you definitely will run across them. Um, I've run, a, you know, and uh, they're still out there. So pay attention to number six. Just know that you can't use it anymore when uh, creating a new one. Yeah, because that's when what creating I just a new one. Huh, so you can't, you can make them go to audio, but you have to tell them why on an audio file. Right. Well, and most of them tell you that, um, you know, any of those media files, um, you yeah. have to have, there, there is a disclaimer that you have to have, and right. you have to tell them that you put it there and that it's not malicious. Yeah. But you still download it at your own risk. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, next one is, um, the post coordinates. Obviously, sometimes these point to a place on the map that may act as a clue. Occasionally these indicate where the final actually is. Consider that option. If there is no 
the cash is not at the post coordinates type of statement on the cache page. When you have the puzzle solution, you can save it to the cache page by clicking on the pencil icon next to these. Yeah, we should know that. But yeah, so this is an interesting idea. If you're if you're building a puzzle around something, um, the Alamo, and your post coordinates are in the Alamo, and that's the final clue that you want to give to somebody, like they need a five digit, you know, code to to complete the puzzle in your post coordinates when they Google the post coordinates and they go, Oh, it's the, 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 the keyword I was looking for was Alamo. And there you go. So you could use the post coordinates as a clue being not the you know, not the, not the, not where the cache is, but you could use that location. Am I making any sense at all? Yes. So I have done that with one of mine. Oh, cool. um, where the posted coordinates take you to a bench at the base of a flagpole. And the cache is based on all you get is a bunch of country names. Oh, right. Cool. Uh -huh. And so if you go and sit at the base of that flagpole, I even tell you in the, um, I even tell you in the cache page that if you go and sit at the posted coordinates, it yeah. may help you solve the puzzle. Oh, cool. Well, you're at the base of a flagpole. And so I have Guatemala and Israel and uh, Turkey and all of these countries. And the theme kind of running through this is looking at their flags has something to do with their flags. Right. Uh, oh. by, by sitting at the base of a flagpole. Yeah. And Ding. looking, looking. Yeah. And so I tell you to go to the posted coordinates, have a sit, look up and ponder what you could you right. sit and look up and <laughs> you're looking up a flagpole. And so right. hopefully sometimes that clues uh, a cashier into something, right. you know, and, and it's something that you can do on Google earth. And so I will oftentimes do that. Take the given coordinates for the puzzle, throw them into Google earth and then take me a look, see around and see what I, what I see. Um, very rarely now, if you're, you know, in the U.S. or whatnot, are you not going to have, um, you know, a, a Google Earth image that you can use or a Google Street View from their little Street View car? So, right, right. That's awesome. Next one is um, other conversions. Remember that sometimes your solution may be in other coordinated coordinate formats. And they put a note says, although this feature is no longer available on cache pages, I didn't know that. I think it is, isn't it? Let me go to a cache page. Well, you get UTM. Right. So they don't give you the other conversions anymore. Right. But fear not because your Puzzle Talk hosts have put that in. Um, we've given you several different coordinate converters to change formats into different coordinates. Right, Tom? Yep. Busy talk to one of them. Very cool. Uh, I believe Geocaching Toolbox has got it. Um, awesome. Yeah, there, there's a couple of them. 
Um, next one is favorites. I'm not sure. I'll read it to you, and you guys ponder this one. There are so many cash caches available that I'm unable to get them all, so I prioritize. One way I do this is by looking at the number of favorite points a cache has. I figure that if a cache has several favorite points, must have something good going on, clever, blah, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, you just telling you that it's got a lot of favorite points. It's a good cache to look for. Huh? Yeah. Anything was, to hide there. I don't think there's anything to hide there. That's the unfortunate part. I don't know why he put that. Well, it's a it's a combo. This is the combo one. All right, next one, uh, gallery. That's pretty obvious. Gallery images in the gallery may have hints. A previous cache in the series that he had. Uh, pictures tell about a few ways info may be hidden in pictures. Um, right, and your your gallery image can also host your background image. Right, and something yeah, Jeff mentioned it in the top was that. Um, background image can be quite useful for a puzzle. Yep. It's right there. You usually see it, you know, tiled. So you can see it over and over again. You're like, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that it's about a shark and there's sharks all across the page. You know, the clue I'm giving you is shark. Do you not see the sharks? Is that... But you can be more subtle. You know, you could size it right. You could have a white box with the the coordinates vertical in it, in the middle of it. And if you size it right, yeah, when it tiles, it won't show up anywhere. Ooh. Yep. Tricky. And yeah. you don't have to host it on the cast page. You can host it on an an old archive page of yours, or yeah. Well, and they made it recently where you can't go in and edit any of your archive caches. So know that if you're going to do this, you need to do it on an active cache before you archive, archive it. Archive it. Right. Before you archive it. Uh, Jeff's saying you can only see the background image on the desktop view when the browser is wide enough. Yeah, that's true. You you do get a little different look. Uh, you get a, a little bit of different look based on a cache page based on web or, or where, where yeah. are you looking at it? Um, Dan says one of them, he put part of the solution needs a couple trackable descriptions that I put in the cache. Yeah, that's a great idea too. I, I don't know if it was in there or not. I'm, it, I'm, it's, it's not on this, but I was thinking the same thing. Um, yeah. I've seen a couple of puzzles and it's funny because you'll see some cachers who get in there that that solved the puzzle, which means they had to go to the right. trackables page to look at it, right? Um, and then they complain in their log that the track <laughs> that the trackables that were listed in the cache on the cache page aren't really in the cache, and <laughs> yeah, you know. And I'm like, but that's because it's part of the puzzle. It's part of the puzzle. Yeah, they, you can't they can't leave, or then you wouldn't be able to solve the puzzle. But I have in the geocaching puzzle talk group or the puzzle help yeah. group that I'm in, I have seen that more than a few times. Um, I just wish that the cache owner would go in and mark them as missing. Well, he can't really do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Jesse thought the same thing almost right after Dan said that. And then. Yeah. Uh, cash line says that 
he uses Firefox for listings. Right click and view background image context menu item is a godsend. Interesting. Yeah, it's good to use different tools. That's another, you know, it's a simple tool. We don't think about sometimes Firefox, but uh, all right. Next one is uh, the note here was number 11 is watch. Click this link to be notified of any logs posted to the cache. The cache owner may clarify confusing parts, hints, fix mistakes, post a note saying so. Sometimes finders drop sideways hints in cache logs. I don't know what you could do with a watch. It's an interesting idea. I do. Okay. For all all of those reasons that were just listed, right? So if you have a cache on a watch list, you get a email notification every time somebody finds it. Yep. Every time somebody DNFs it, every time the cache owner goes in and does maintenance or moves it or posts some update to it. And so, if you've got this long forgotten puzzle that you have been working on that you put on a watch list and then all of a sudden some finder drops a sideways hint that you then have been able to oh yeah and, and recognize oh I see what he did there that can lead you down you know right previous finders leave breadcrumb trails all the time so, right, it's just an update that there may be information. Like if somebody solves the puzzle, you could go out You could go out to the cache page and go, oh, they solved it. Let's see if they left a little info behind that I might be able to use. Yeah, I heard Tom goes in and deletes all of those logs that give subtle hints on his difficult puzzle caches. No, but that's <laughs> where I was about to go. <laughs> because I don't know that this would fly, but so you make a puzzle cache that there's absolutely no nothing you can solve on the on the page or anything. But once a month you put a oh put note. something out to the watch list that gives the coordinates and in and of course that's gonna be a log on the cache page. But and so the coordinates would be there for a minute or two. But then you can delete that log. But everybody who had it on the lo- watch list would still get that email. Oh, absolutely, gotcha. Ab- uh, absolutely, some I, fly. I don't know that it would fly, but if somebody wants to take that and try to run with it, <laughs> Cash and Nick saying we had a CEO that would send out the final chords once a week. So you had to watch the cash to get the final chords. <laughs> well, there you go. So there, you, that's exactly what I was just saying. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's truly evil because if you can't find the cash through the cash page, but you have to just sit and wait, <laughs> wait for a, wait for you know you have to put a watch on it. That's an interesting idea, though. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll I'll tell you in a week. <laughs> yeah. And there. All right. So there are lots of places to hide stuff. Um, we're, we're going to use one of our co co members of um, the network to show you an example of number two. All right. So let me stop sharing this. Okay. And then 
I'll share Home tab should be this one. Oh yeah. Right. So, so, so that's Zach. The so we, we all know who this character is. <laughs> right. All the pictures on there. Why didn't he have one him hanging from a bridge or yeah. fifty likes, feet up a tree or something? He likes the cartoon one a lot. Um, so when you go and click on that number two, you know, regardless of what the name is, and it brings you to somebody's profile. Right. Um, if there is something that led you to go to this profile, then run run down that rabbit hole a little bit. Yep. Right. And kind of look at this because you can edit this and put whatever information you want mm -hmm. in your profile. You can hide it in HTML, which is what all of this stuff is for your project GC um, or your geocaching profile stats or your my stats gen macro from GSAC or whatever you wanted to do. But right. you can manipulate all of this data yep. um, as you go and... Um, some of this you can can edit. Some of it can't. You can't. If you know how to do some HTML, you can kind of get in here in the middle of it and do stuff. Or you can just go all the way down to the bottom. Yep. And and gives a set of coordinates at oh, the bottom. Look at that. Um, so it's possible. That was our. That was our quick quick blast of it. Now we've deleted it off the cache page. Um, <laughs> but that's a quick way to hide some coordinates for a puzzle and, uh, it, you know, and, and get it out there. So it's um, an interesting concept. Yeah. Um, and it works. A lot of cache owners will do that. So if you're looking at a cache page and, you know, the, the owner is, you know, golden eye 007 and you're like and you click on it and it takes you to you know silver fox's cat you know go go down run down that rabbit hole for just a minute and and see what happens see what pops up with that um and the other way that you can do some of this is you can hide it in plain daylight right yeah. This this is one where this is an example of a cash page that was in where somebody was asking for some help. They just could not understand how this puzzle worked. <laughs> they just they just didn't get it. And so when we asked for a copy of the GC code and you scroll down and you see this what does it say? I, it's a little small for me to see. Let me let me see if I can fix that for you. Okay, cool. Thank you, sir. Oh, another. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But uh -huh. if you if you take these, what what do these turn into, Tom? Those are numbers. Those are numbers. Those, if are, you... those, those, those symbols are sitting on top of my number keys on my keyboard. Right, so if you hit the shift in three, you get the the pound symbol. Yep. Right, and so um, 
this right here it's just it's a giant red herring <laughs> for people who don't know any better right you know? but so they're working hard on them <laughs> they're working hard on it when right there i'm willing to bet and he's got a checker for this one so oh good there you, you go know. i am um, so stealing this idea <laughs> good idea you know so uh, there are, you know, you can hide it in plain sight on the cash page. And trust me, people will come and ask for help for it, um, yep. which is fine. Everybody has to start somewhere and, and we'll, we'll help get you through it. Um, but it's, it's funny. I mean, you can hide stuff on a cash page. The, the possibilities are endless, endless. Yeah. These are just what we showed tonight is, just a, a small sampling of, you know, what it could be. Um, yeah. You know, so. Do we want to do one, one last one? We leave the rest for another day, you think, or where you want to go? Where you want to go next? Well, I want to ask a question on something I was looking at. Yep. So on, on project GC where it lists your FTFs. Okay. Well, okay, right. It only lists them if you do you put in the right information in your log. Well, well, to me, it's not showing. Some will show. Some will show. It'll it'll say that you. This one is probably an FTF, but you didn't log it as an FTF. Oh, here we go. I did find it. Okay, so they're all on there. Okay. I wasn't seeing my entire list, and I thought. Well, there's a there's a tool on there that'll go. Hey, I think you're the first one on this one. You didn't label it that way, and I've had a couple like that. Like, you know what? I forgot to put, or I'm or I fat fingered it and didn't put it, put the correct. Because you have to have a certain format. There's a couple different versions that you can use, but yeah, or or you add it to a list, which is what I've done, which is only good till you get to a thousand. But I haven't even broke three hundred yet, so. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I'm sitting at like 150. <laughs> like you're like, oh yeah, it's good till a thousand. But like that's gonna be my entire career of geocaching. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not an FTF hound either. You know, a unless I'm like lucky and sitting out in the desert when a power trail publishes pops out. <laughs> well, there's still ways to work around what it I'm thinking. Happens. You can use those FTF numbers. I mean, that's a set of numbers there. You could use that for a puzzle cache. Oh, you can, well. and you can use the days in between. So it tells you what your interval was, right? Between, yeah. my, between my first and second, first to find was 554 days. Wow. You know, and so as you get through there, you can use those, um, you know. That's good for another show, though. That's Project GC stuff. Yeah. We're going to do a show on Project GC. There's, there's a lot of places to hide information or um, yeah. uh, obtain information to help you solve a puzzle cache in somebody's Project GC stats. Um, you just have to know that if you're going to hide a puzzle cache based off of that, you can't hide your profile stats. Right. Yeah. That's cheating. Yeah. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were looking at Gwids earlier. That's for another show too. But um, if if I may, let me mention attributes because that's a, a place to hide. There's lots of places to hide. We know, but 
uh, attributes. So let me bring up, if I can, let me bring up my page here and talk about. So each one has a, each, each attribute has a code based on, um, get it bigger if this helps a little bit oh i'm not too big that help a little bit yeah so being the amateur puzzle solver guy of the group uh i had noticed that there was a puzzle out in west texas and susan and i were going out there for a trip back in whenever it was June, I think it was June. Um, and so, you know, being fairly new to puzzles, I went out to, to look and sure enough, there was a puzzle nearby and it said attributes. That's the name of the cache in attributes with an exclamation point. I thought, Oh, maybe I can solve this one. And sure enough, I got to, got started on it and the attributes on the cache page sure enough, were exactly what you needed because each of these has a code by it. Recommended night is, is a 12, uh, 12. I guess IDs are codes. I forget what I was... I think I had to try it a couple different ways to get it right, but each of these have numbers that you could use to a point. And you're going to have to need... You're going to need to... Um, Go back to your list for a second. You had two sets of numbers? Yeah, there's two sets of numbers. Here, I'll share it again. Sorry. Yeah, at least the list I have here has two sets of numbers that I found. They have an ID and a code. ID right. and a code and a value and a title. Um, I don't know. This is an older puzzle, so the trick is, obviously, when something changes and attributes changed recently, you have to kind of think about that. Well, what I was fixing to ask is like uh, tree climb. Yeah. Does a no tree climb have a different number? Yes. Um, if you go down here, I think I get to the negative. I think if you go, well, field puzzle, wireless beacons. Maybe not. I don't know. Because you can do a no field puzzle. So yeah, maybe you can do a no tree climb. Yeah, no tree climb. I do that all the time. I, I don't think the negative attributes have a value. Um, although they may. We'll have to do some digging on that. That's Tom's homework. Yeah. Well, I was looking. <laughs> What's interesting on this, too, is you could... Uh, GSAC has a macro for it because I downloaded it to do it, and it doesn't have the negatives. The negatives don't have a value, maybe. Anyway, I was I was pretty proud of myself. I actually figured it out. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I think there was a checker. Yeah, there was a checker. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> Dan needs one, and he's not recommended for tourists. 
<laughs> That's funny in itself, but uh, does your list have number one hundred six? Uh, one hundred six. No, the list goes to sixty-five. No, so maybe I'm missing some for that. I just grabbed a list. Maybe I didn't grab the best list. Maybe that's a better way to put it. Maybe there's a better list out there that has them all. GSAC's got a 106. It says it's loggable only on open caching. Oh, wow. Is that a is that an attribute? I don't think that's an attribute, is it? Well, not, they a, have it, not anymore, but... Not a, yeah, not a current one. Not a current one. Doesn't Ooh. mean that it didn't used to be one. Interesting. But... Uh, so yeah, so attributes is kind of a, it's kind of fun. It's just something. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought it was something, something a little different. And the cache was in a great, crazy location. Um, and you guys have all been there, where you get to the location. This was down um, where you come off the you come off the highway. There was a little, there wasn't even a well, a little pull off but it went straight up a hill so it was kind of a cool place to be um because nobody you know you you really you were completely alone you couldn't you can't see it from the road but i knew where to turn because of i knew where the cash was supposed to be pulled up in there and then of course sure enough what you gotta do is you go back down the hill <laughs> to get to the cash so uh i stumbled down the cat and stumbled down the side of the hill, get down there, a bunch of large rocks. And I'm looking and you're like, Oh, I know I've got the right coordinates. Do I have the right coordinates? I think I've got the right coordinates. I mean, I did the, you go through this whole thing in your mind, you know, I know I've got the right coordinates. I did it on the cash checker. Why can't I find this cash? And then of course I found it. So, but it's funny how your brain works that way. You're like, course it's here well actually it's been a while since it's been gone so you're always thinking well i hope the cash is here i went through a lot of trouble to solve this puzzle but you know it was fun solved a puzzle it's always a good feeling when you go find the cash it's there mm -hmm. all right we're keeping everything else for another day because there's a bunch of other ones too we could do a we could do a repeat sometime. Maybe yeah, next. we'll do. We can. I mean, there's. I mean, we just. It just seems like every time we do some of these shows, we're like, oh yeah, we dig something up for another one. Yeah. You know, or. Um, scratch you know, the surface. Yeah, you barely scratch the surface about some of this stuff, and then Tom's like, "I'm gonna go hide some new geocaches now." Yeah. Uh, Hugh's saying some great ideas for me to look at <laughs> for things and codes. Yeah, because that's the point. That was the that's the really the point of the show is two twofold. One is to help you solve puzzles that are that you want to solve, but also the op well not opposite, but the other part of it is for you to go hide puzzles using this information that we do every you know twice a month. So cool. Are we done? We're all done. We're all good. All right. We'll see everybody. Uh, gosh, let's see. Our next puzzle talk will be February 9th and 16th. Did I get that right? Correct. 
Okay, ninth and sixteenth, but we'll see everybody on the uh, on uh, a week from this Saturday. We'll be worldwide cash con. It's going to be great. Um, we've already got a lot, uh, and still working on some of it. Um, well, Memphis is, have a couple ideas of puzzles. I wasn't going to hide any for a while, but <laughs> now <laughs> you to do it. Uh, oh yeah, you want the email address? Good. Thank you for mentioning that. I have it right, 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 right. Oh, somebody switched on me. Let me go back to puzzle talk. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. That was probably me. Puzzle talk podcast yeah. at gmail.com. Send your comments, questions, suggestions for future shows. And for those who asked for the where I go code, it's it's coming here shortly after the show. Yep. Um, shirts are going to be soon. We're very excited about Charles been working hard on that, and I think this uh, round one of our shirts are going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to. Uh, getting this one and then trying to figure out how to solve the thing. I guess I can, I mean, do we tell people that there's something special about the shirt? Maybe not. Maybe I just did that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. There might be something really special about the shirt. So once those come out, I suggest getting you a shirt, get you a coin. We do note on the back of the coin, obviously, is a puzzle. There is a puzzle back there. Hey, I'll throw in this deal on our shirts. If you buy a shirt with three holes in it, we'll throw in the fourth hole for free. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yes. <laughs> and with that, I think we shall go. Sign off. Here we go.